Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Are you ready to do the faith thing? I'm reading from John chapter 5, verse 1 through 9. Later, Jesus went to Jerusalem for a Jewish festival. Near Sheepgate in Jerusalem was a pool called Bethesda in Hebrew. It had five porches. Under these porches, a large number of sick people, people who were blind, lame, or paralyzed, used to lie. One man who had been sick for 38 years was lying there. Jesus saw the man lying there and knew that he had been sick for a long time. So Jesus asked the man, would you like to get well? (laughs) The sick man answered Jesus, sir, I don't have anyone to put me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get there, someone else steps into the pool ahead of me. Jesus told the man, get up, pick up your cot and walk. The man immediately became well, picked up his cot, and walked. What do you think? I'm seriously asking you to be clear about the story we just listened to. This is an account of something historical, something that really happened. But do you believe it? Or maybe you just take it for granted because it is part of this controversial book called the Bible. Regardless, let us have a conversation about this story. There are two main characters in the story, Jesus and the paralyzed man. This man did not invite Jesus to come visit him in hospice on the Sabbath day. Jesus was in town for a celebration and decided to take a walk down to this infirmary for the disabled, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. This man has been sick longer than Jesus was on earth. Jesus was not yet 33 years old and this guy was sick for 38 years. Okay. This is a weird situation. These people were not getting better. It's not like medical specialists from the University of Jerusalem came to treat these people. They all were there because there was this story that once every year, an angel came and stirred the water, and the first disabled person who got into the water would be healed. What if two people got in at the same time? What if the angel came in the dead of night, while they were sleeping, how would they know it was the angel or an imposter? Oh, if they are disabled, then what about others who got into the water but were late? Who who helped them out of the water? Mm, Just thoughts. Jesus turned and selected this one man for no apparent reason and engaged him in a simple conversation. Do you want to get well? Jesus asked. The man said, Sir, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. This guy thought he was talking to the angel. He had no clue that it was Jesus. That seemed inconsequential because the next thing we read is that Jesus said, Get up, pick up your cot, and walk. Run that one by me again? Jesus didn't touch him. Jesus didn't do an x-ray. Jesus didn't review the man's medical history. He asked the guy if he wanted to get well, meaning, do you want to walk out of this depressing place and never have to come back? If you want that for yourself, then all I say is, get up, take up your cot, and walk. Jesus, this man has not walked in 38 years. Is that wise to give him such an instruction? Well, immediately the man did as he was told and he walked. Bye, everyone. You won't see me around here again. 
So, do you believe that that really happened? Is it in the Bible? And you believe in the Bible, right? You believe the creation story. You believe that the Israelites were slaves in Egypt. You believe the story of Goliath. You believe the story that Jesus was crucified. Or do you really believe all of those things? The point is that if you believe the Bible to be authentic, then you have to believe this otherwise incredible story that it happened. Jesus did many things, and this was one of the miracles that he performed while he was here on earth. So the question is, can that happen today? Can Jesus heal people like that in this 21st century? After all, he is not here on earth physically, so can he? Before Jesus left for heaven, he told his followers that they would be empowered to do great things like he did, and even more because he was going to heaven and he would send power to them, i.e. the Holy Spirit. Okay, Jesus, I hear that, but there has to be more to it than that promise you made. There is one little thing that many of us forget. It is that thing called faith. One day, Jesus was hungry and walked over to a fig tree to pick a fruit. There was no fruit on the tree, so Jesus cursed the tree, saying that it would never bear fruit again. The next day, he and his friends walked by the same road, and the friends noticed that the tree had dried up and died. Unbelievable. They asked Jesus to explain what happened. Yesterday you cursed the tree, today the tree is dead. Listen to Jesus. But before you do, you do believe the Bible is true, right? (laughs) Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that when they say it will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Faith. Yes, you do know what faith is, right? I purchase a ticket. I board a plane from one city to the next. I don't know the pilot. I don't know how a plane works. I simply buy my ticket, check in early at the airport, and in a short time, I'm in another city or country having having traveled by plane. That is faith. Faith is believing that something will happen even when there is no concrete sign that it will. If you believe the Bible, the whole Bible, Will you have faith in God that he can do something miraculous for you?